0: note for those of you that uh, don't believe that Jesus is God. I want to just go into first Exodus chapter three, verse 14. So I'm going to go back into the Old Testament, Exodus chapter three. It's uh, the burning bush. And this is when God first speaks to Moses. Okay. And I'm going to go all the way to I'm gonna have to go all the way to all the way to verse um, fourteen. Sorry, it's gonna be a, w- a little bit. Okay. No, now Moses was pasturing the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. The angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the midst of a bush. Now, I want to reference that when it says the angel of the Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, is meaning God, okay, and, and, and who is God? God is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, okay, the angel of the Lord appeared him in a blazing fire from the midst of a bush. And he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire, yet the bush was not consumed. So Moses said, I must turn aside now and see this marvelous sight, why the bush is not burned up. When the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, So imagine if Moses had not turned aside to look, he probably wouldn't talk to Moses, because uh, he does note here, when the Lord saw that he turned, and the word turned is, 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 has strong meaning in the Bible, because when you turn to God, your life starts changing. Okay, so when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses! And he said, here I am. So when you hear God, <laughs> you know, that tug from God in your in your heart, that's get in the habit of saying, Here I am, here I am, Lord. What do you want me to do? And I always pray, Lord, let me be your voice when I come on and, and talk. You know. I may not pronounce everything right, but I always seek him and I always want him to be. He's the one speaking through me because I have answered him. He When I, I see him saying, Nelly, Nelly, and I say, Here I am, and I am going to follow through with what he's putting on my heart. And I, you know. So here I am, I, 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 uh, I've I turned to God, He's called me and I said, here I am. So I relate myself to, um, uh, um, it's always good to put your name in, in these, in these places because th- the, the word is, l- uh, it's a living word of God. So from, the, from Genesis to Revelation, it's all true today. It's still living, it's living and, and these words come alive to us that's a miracle of god it's just like you know we can hear him through it's like he is saying this to us Uh, so anyway so moses said here i am then he said do not come here do not come near here remove your sandals from your feet for the place on which you are standing is holy ground i'm going to pause there for just one second because when you when you sing to him with all your heart, soul, might, mind, and and you bring the holy spirit into your presence, you know, he's not just only now in you, but he's 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 hovering over you and he's in your space. Now, when you do that, you're now on holy ground, but the reason that we can now be on, in on holy ground with God is because of what Jesus did. He the veil is torn, and now we get to have a relationship with God the Father because of what Jesus the Son did. So it's just um, wow, you know, just think about that. When you, when he comes into your presence, you are in the presence of God. Uh, That is, that's profound right there. Okay, so, but back, you know, Jesus hadn't come in the flesh yet here, so Moses can't come come on to the holy ground where God is. Uh, The veil has not been broken. Okay, so God goes on to say, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Then Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. Now it's important to note that not only because I always say um, I'll tell people, God is the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and Nelly. I always add myself because he's a living God and in the other in scripture, uh, Jesus is on record saying um uh, it's in regards to the Jews not me not believing in the in the resurrection um, and and Jesus said um, I'll have to find that scripture later on but he says something like um, God God is for you, because these Jews these scribes these Pharisees they knew the Old Testament front and back that's all they believed in they just didn't believe that Jesus had come so they don't believe in the New Testament so he's, he's reminding them that you guys are always saying that God is the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob and the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, but how can be God, how can God be their God if they're not resurrected? Um, uh, that makes him a living God. So, but he, he says to, to Moses, here he also adds. I am the God of your father. Then he says, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, and then um, Moses didn't feel like he should be in, even looking at God, you know, because uh, you know God is holy and we are not. Um, uh, just by the blood of Jesus, we're t- we're we're um, sanctified and. And when, um, I want to note, and I, I I heard somebody say the other day, if you're still in the same place, you say you believe in Jesus, and you're still in the same place as you were when you said you believed, and you're not being sanctified by the Holy Spirit, something wrong with your faith. And that's so true because you're not, that's believing in your mind, not in your heart. Um, because there is a transformation we are being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. No, it's not overnight, but it's, it's, we see, we see a change because when we're born again, we we become a new person and we're, um, uh, being a new person, you would think that you would have some change in your life. So anyway, okay. Uh, the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have given heed to their crying because of their taskmasters for I am aware of their sufferings. So I have come down to deliver them from the power of the Egyptians, and to bring them up from the land to a good and spacious land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanite, and the Hittite, and the Amorite, and the Perizzite, and the Hivite, and the Jebusite. Now behold, the cry of the sons of Israel has come to me. Furthermore, I have seen their oppression with which the Egyptians are oppressing them. Okay, now this is, goes into the mission of Moses. And um, I'll only read to when God names himself. Again, God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and he names himself here. And then I'll stop and then move on to um, a scripture where, where Jesus references that uh, he has the same name. Okay. Uh, verse 10, therefore, come now, and I will send you to Pharaoh, so that you may bring my people, the sons of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I, that I should go to Pharaoh, and that I should bring the sons of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly I will be with you, and this shall be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall worship God at this mountain. Sometimes I questioned God, you know, are you sure you want to send me? Um, uh, surely there are others that uh, are better versed in scripture than me, um, but uh, you know I'm I'm following. Fo- I, I I said this last weekend, you know God. I don't know if I'm reaching anybody, but you, but he does, and I said, you know, uh, uh, I said to him, you lead, I will follow, and that's all really we can do. Is for him to lead and for us to follow. Okay, so verse 13. Then Moses said to God, Behold, I am going to the sons of Israel, and I will say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. Now they may say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, I am has sent you to you, has sent me to you. And uh, God furthermore said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. And this is my memorial name to all generations. And so I'm going to stop there. Okay, so then I'm going to go into John chapter 8. This is in the New Testament where Jesus is speaking. Okay, so it's chapter 8, and we're going to go into verse 50. Oh, I wrote 58, but that's not... That's... it's definitely not verse 58, because it's... Oh jeez people, okay I'm in the wrong I'm in the wrong chapter. I've got the chapter in into one hand, but I, I flipped to another chapter. Okay, so it is ver uh, chapter eight verse fifty eight. Okay. I think Okay, I'm going to start, all all of it is so good, but uh, I'm gonna start in in, uh, verse 48 actually, um, because the Jews are trying to say that Jesus has a demon. And uh, of course, Jesus does not have a demon. He has the Holy Spirit. And so, ooh, here they're denouncing the Holy Spirit by saying Jesus has a demon. Okay, the Jews answered and said to him, Do we not say rightly that you are Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. But I do not seek my glory. There is one who seeks and judges. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, and the prophets also, and you say, if anyone keeps my word, he will never taste of death. Surely you are not greater than our father Abraham, who died. The prophets died too. Whom do you make yourself out to be? Now here the Jews are saying, you know, Abraham died. Um, the prophets also You know, he's referring to Isaac and Jacob. And Jesus, oh my goodness, he says, Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say he is our God. And you have not come to know him, but I know him and if i say that i do not know him i will be a liar like you but i do know him and keep his word so he he's you know jesus is god so he he knows that these jews are these jews are lost you know there are a lot of jews that have come into salvation and and do know that jesus is the son of god but these jews that jesus is talking to right here Uh, Jesus is telling them, you don't know the Father, the Father that you claim in the Old Testament. You you don't know him. Um, So, and uh, so, and then they're also saying that Abraham and and the other prophets are, are dead. So, so the Jews said to him, oh, sorry, let me go back, verse 55. And Jesus is talking, and you have not come to know him, but I know him. And if I say that I do not know him, I will be a liar like you, but I do know him and keep his word. And then Jesus says, your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And it's so true. Abraham, he rejoiced. He didn't get to see the Messiah born in his time. He rejoiced for that day. So Jesus is just reminding these Jews that Abraham even rejoiced his his re- his uh, um, birth so and he saw it and was glad so he says your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day and he saw it and was glad and uh, so the Jews said to him you are not yet 50 years old and have you seen Abraham jesus said to them truly truly i say to you this is important before abraham was born i am so he's saying what what did um god say in in exodus he's not um this will be his uh name forevermore I am Uh, I should have I think it's important to reread what, what what God said there hang on he says um, this is my name forever forever and this is my memorial name to all generations so jesus he says truly truly i say to you before abraham was born i am therefore they picked up stones to throw at him but jesus hid himself and went out to the temple uh, went out of the temple Um, in other scripture it says you know they're you know they're calling jesus a a liar um but anyway it's just so for a little little reference of of you know other scripture says Jesus is on record saying, uh, I and the Father and the Father are one. We're one, he says. So, okay, I had also written down. Um, I wanted to to also reference um a couple of verses in 1 Corinthians uh 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 and i i written this down oh, i don't know how long ago i did this but uh i wanted to um just read it cuz it's so it's so beautiful it says however as it is written what no eye has seen what no ear has heard and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. Isn't that so beautiful? I mean, uh, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Um, that, that references doubting uh, Thomas, who was one of his disciples, his apostles. And he said that he wasn't going to believe unless he saw the actual... Um, nail holes in the hands and the feet and Jesus had already the resurrected Jesus had already appeared to um, a, a quite a few people but Thomas hadn't seen him yet and uh, so, so he says to Thomas you know look Thomas look at my, my 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 hands and the nail holes my feet uh, you're seeing me and you know Thomas is like oh now I believe but then Jesus says blessed are those who have not seen but still believe but yet believe and that's us. We haven't seen him, but we know he exists. We know it. Okay. First Corinthians chapter two verse thirteen, I wrote down this is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities With spirit taught words. Um, So like I said. The spirit is so important. Because it's the spirit that is teaching us. And um, you know. The the father, the son, the holy spirit. You know they're all one. So of course the holy spirit living in you. Is the spirit of God. So he's the one that's teaching you. Teaching me. So. So. If you, if you if you hear him, if you're listening to him, if he's nudging you, you know, other scripture, he stands at the door and knocks. Uh, let him in, if you haven't. <laughs> okay, so well, I am going to read one more. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 says, The person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. So, those of you that are, have been born into a household where there's a believer, um, because of the believer, you're going to be baptized. Because that whole household will be saved. So, the spirit is in you, but perhaps, it will be, the spirit will be dormant, dormant, unless you open that door to God. Then, then the spirit will start, um, um, teaching you um, and then that's when you can can understand um, everything I'm saying to you and everything that's been that God's saying to us in the Bible all right um, that's how much time have I I'm trying to keep this not so long so I may just I'm going on um, 55 minutes, so tomorrow I'm going to come on and give you the, uh, a little background on John the Baptist. So I'm going to s- end here, and I just want to say, um, uh, you know, uh, I, I was telling Bob today, oh, I didn't sleep well, I'm pretty sleepy, but I just needed to, to, um, to just talk to you guys Uh, you know um you some someone might not even have a bible and so i um i want to just keep going i don't i just because you know i don't have any energy for the day i'm just gonna still keep going i'm gonna still come on i'm um gonna still be fumbling with my words probably um not pronouncing some of the words like I said, uh, even words, because I'm so tired, I might not be pronouncing words right. <laughs> but I want you to pay attention to everything I've said, because little by little, I want you to understand who God is, um, what God has shown me. Because, you know, when I first became, um, um, I've been a Believer all my life, but I was one of those believers that never—I wasn't going anywhere. That uh, wasn't, um, I wasn't—I hadn't yet. Like I mentioned before, the baptism of the Holy Spirit—that's um, when I asked Jesus for the baptism of His Spirit. That's when my life started really kicking into gear, as far as uh, hearing more of what Jesus was telling me in in the in the Bible. Um. And it really does help also singing to the Lord. If you want to start out that way, singing one praise song after the next to him. When he sees that you're committing some time and and, and he's listening to your heart. And then, you know, want to crack that Bible open and start reading at the very beginning. And you might not feel like reading it because initially when I, uh, many times I would open the Bible and start reading Genesis. And I would be like, eh, I don't want to really read about all these names and how long people lived and all that but you know as i spent many many times in worship in in song um and i tell you some you know trials and tribulations and sufferings um they if you use them um my, my journey has been, um, because of my suffering, because of my pain, um, uh, instead of being mad at God, I was like, God, it, it, it helped me to slow down and start my relationship with the Lord. So, uh, I am always, I'm thankful. That's why the, Bible says to be thankful in all things because if you, if, um, you can only be thankful during good things when something bad happens to you and you know, why God, you know, you start questioning the God of ages and, um, because he wants us to, to grow, uh, somebody that, you know, is going along life and they don't have any, anything, um, no suffering. They're not going to have time for God. But those of us that are, you know, where we're, we're life gets rough, <laughs> it's not smooth sailing. Even when you become, even when you follow Jesus, you, um, um, but but through it, that's how you get deeply grounded through um. Where nothing that happens in in this world that that the devil is trying to, you know, whip something up in your life, and and you know, or telling you you're not worthy, or you know, you know, hearing that that voice in your head that you, that you know. You don't like yourself, uh, you know, when you start going down that slippery slope of depression, um, you're listening to the wrong voice. So uh, when you start if you're out there if somebody's listening you're having thoughts you know where you, you know like that, Google worship songs and you know you may not know them right off the bat, but you if you start singing them uh, pretty soon you, you'll learn the lyrics uh, if you can learn the lyrics to rap songs or, or country songs or, you know, pop songs or whatever you're listening to. um, You can certainly learn the lyrics to praise and worship songs, but you've got to want to um, heal and and, uh, um, consider that that everything that you're going through is a testimony. It's your life's testimony. And only God can can see through to the other side. Only God can be your your saving grace. Um, you're not going to be able to find find uh, help anywhere else. Um, I feel really bad for the people that don't have God in their lives that are so depressed and they don't have. Um, they end up off in themselves because they give up. And uh, uh, I've mentioned uh, uh, somebody in the, in the past um, um, that suicide is not um, the right choice obviously because uh, you don't die. <laughs> you don't die. You go either up or down and um, so be sure where you're going. And when you're sure where you're going, you're not going to have that, that thought of suicide anymore. Um, so anyway, I don't know why I started talking about that. But um, uh, I just want everybody to, to start thinking a little differently. And, and you know, you could be having a day like me today, where, like I said, I'm just really, really did not sleep well. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pushing through, but I want to push through with God, and that always brings joy. That will never fail you. That will never fail me. To bring God into the moment, to bring God into the day, um, and say. thank you god thank you for this day thank you for my blessings thank you for my hardships thank you for for everything because everything that he does for me and for you has a meaning has a purpose there you know it all works together for good for those that are called to love god to those that are called according to his purposes so if you allow it It will all um, come together for your good and for a testimony down the road. All right. I hope everybody is having a great day. I think that I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that I had put the the message in regards to the Holy Spirit referencing the wind uh, up on my my account. Uh, If you want want to go back and listen to that. I love you all, all the glory to God, all the glory to God, oh, I think I said I'd talk to you guys tomorrow regarding John the Baptist, I, tomorrow, I, I'm not sure, I might, otherwise it'll, it'll wait till uh, next weekend, love you, bye.